Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you are, it's breakfast somewhere. So eat up. Welcome to Breakfast with Vinny. Food for thought. Auld Lang Syne, from the Scots language, literally translates to old long since. The closure of the end of another year. We have demarcation points in time for reasons that at best should serve us, not be cause for despair in and of themselves. But year's end is a marker of the closing of a season of sorts and the beginning of a new one. And old acquaintances being forgotten would best be dependent on what serves us best and what serves them best. Some left far too soon that can't be forgotten. Some didn't leave soon enough to serve themselves or ourselves best. Some may require just a nod of acknowledgement. Some may need to be ignored. Some may need revisited and thought about. Sadly, some need be forgotten. Others, never. Some won't be shed, can't be shed or shaken, and perhaps they shouldn't be. Perhaps they're not crosses to bear, but necessary manacles that actually serve us as constant reminders of a path not to take. And sometimes they can be our best teachers. Maybe not always, but sometimes. Those acquaintances, maybe people or events or places or jobs or attitudes about things. As we take stock in the year gone past as another marker of delineation, it's interesting that it takes place in the winter when hibernation takes place days or shorter and the environment provides an invitation for introspection, a longer form contemplation, and a realignment looking back and simultaneously looking forward, at least for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere. Even without that environmental nudge or invitation, the marker itself invites that reflection, sometimes as a fork in the road or intersection, a choice, a hard choice, or for some the closure aspect may be softer and just a page turn to another chapter. And as far as looking ahead, given another chance, another shot at it. But what? More resolutions to not keep? Should we beat ourselves up for that? Or cut ourselves more slack? While beating ourselves up certainly doesn't seem to solve anything, sometimes more discipline is necessary. Sometimes more detachment or relaxing from things. But an honest assessment is most welcome, even though it's usually the most elusive. The disciplinary part could be I need to practice more, or I need to get this together. I think that asking the right questions are what will produce the right answer, or questioning the statement's content. I need to practice more, even when some of us can't stand practicing at all, may inevitably prove to be self-defeating. I would like to be motivated to practice more is another thing. Now, we've isolated something that was overlooked in the first statement that, when the failure to achieve it resulted, we couldn't understand why. If we question why a resolution like that never happens, then we might see and admit that we really don't even want to practice. Maybe not at all, but we want results. But if we want results for nothing, then we should perhaps ask if we even enjoy playing it all in the first place, or if we're just posturing. I know that seems ridiculous, 
but I'm sure there must be at least one example in the world of one with enough talent to be able to play well enough to perhaps be in a band that doesn't require a certain amount of type of skill or who somehow has this vague notion of needing to practice more but just won't. So you can see the line of questioning that is required to really work that out. How much do I really enjoy playing? If the answer is much, then it could be that the solution is to reframe what practice is in the mind and reframe how it is done. Maybe the way to kickstart it, so to speak, is to approach it as just playing. No other preconceived notions of what it is or is supposed to be or represent. Just playing for the joy of it, which, by the way, is really fundamental to why we do it in the first place. It's a fundamental aspect of why we do it. We get something out of it, and we give something at the same time, even outside of an educational context. It's just how it works. So then we may just begin playing, just to play, no pressure, nothing, and then suddenly something might appear that we did that we didn't expect, and we may get a momentary burst of joyous surprise from it. But then probably the worst that could happen is we then think, okay, great, I have to see what that was and figure it out and work on it. And then suddenly this thing snaps back in the mind like a rubber band that broke or snapped back into its original position, this thought of, oh, really? I have to, quote, work, end quote, on that? And then the sabotage just rears its head again instantly like a jack-in-the-box. So snapping out of that may take several forms. One might be to sacrifice or forfeit the idea and just keep playing for the joy of it, as you were. Because in the long run, you or we are attempting the process of reframing practice that we didn't even want to do in the first place. And the idea, of course, is to erase that so that practice is a part of the joy of playing. Once that happens with consistency, other ideas will appear, and if thought process is revised enough, then the challenge of developing something new just might not be viewed as such an undesirable chore. Just a thought. So again, it can be difficult when looking back and seeing the year not having yielded the change that we expected or had hoped. Yes, sometimes expectations may take us out of process and threaten to or actually derail our plans, sometimes as a result of self-sabotage. But again, not always. Yet, we call it into question for an honest look, an honest assessment. As far as events are concerned, it could be that we look back not necessarily having expected anything in particular or anything unreasonable, but instead noticed that there was a continuance of the entire year before, maybe more, that has just cause to be called into question. For example, why has a particular phenomenon dragged on beyond most reasonable, logical, and factual explanations? At that point, questioning obviously becomes a valuable ally. Yet so many don't engage in it, instead accepting stories teeming with media spin, sometimes in unison, sometimes sharply and evenly divided, as well as peer pressure and the like. Trusted friends and families who are genuinely close, communities that are close and supportive and proactive, and clergy as well, 
can be invaluable allies as well, providing all are earnestly aiming at the right path and holding each other accountable to the truth with love. Looking back at the events and phenomena that shaped and dictated much of our lives in the past year can be enough of a catalyst for awakening and action. If the catalyst is one ignited by negativity, then the rightful discernment will be impeded and subdued. This is a landmine that needs to be recognized immediately. Whatever change can happen that precipitates a course of action needs to be addressed rigorously and vetted with great discernment first. The impetus to do won't necessarily be dampened by doing that. In fact, it should sharpen the focus of the impetus, as well as thinking strategically as there will be pushback to face. Life has that tendency as well. Like the old saying of there will be people who will try to drag you down along the way. Some may be surprisingly unexpected. Some to be expected. Iron sharpening iron. Proverbs 27:17. So as we close the year, let's forge ahead wisely with the strength and conviction gained from exercising discernment and right thinking, coupled with the will and impetus to carry on and go forward, sharpened by the experience along the way. All this after taking one last look in the rearview mirror with a nod and a wave, maybe a stern look, then a smile. And one big exhale, I move bravely forward into a new unknown. And theist, atheist, or agnostic, perhaps we can reflect deeply on and let the serenity prayer be a guide or a source of inspiration to guide us. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things that I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode of Breakfast with Vinny.